Thank you for tuning in to Go Be Great with Coach Karina. I am Karina Calhoun. I am a mindset and life coach for women entrepreneurs who desire and deserve to bring massive impact to your life and your business by unveiling your authentic self, discovering your purpose, and crushing your goals. You can learn more about me and how I can serve you at linktree backslash Coach Karina. I would love for you to grab one or all of my complimentary Digi products and join my exclusive email tribe where I don't spam and I give massive value on a weekly basis. I look so forward to locking arms with you. Welcome to Time is on Your Side, the masterclass interview series on how to find more time and make the best use of it. My name is Stephanie Ray. I am the accountability evangelist and your host for this series. I help accountable people achieve their most ambitious goals so they can happily live a life of fulfillment and make a tremendous positive impact on the lives of the people they choose to serve. Today, I'm featuring Karina Calhoun. Karina is a North Carolina native currently doing life with her best friend and husband in Richmond, Virginia for the last 10 years. Karina, a certified mindset and life coach, leads with a servant's heart. She guides women entrepreneurs through leveling up in their business by unveiling their authentic selves, discovering their purpose, increasing their self-confidence, and destroying self-defeating obstacles. Karina, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Stephanie. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, this is great. Well, we're going to dive into your topic that you chose, which is how to organize your day to be most productive. Where would you like to start? Let's just start at the top. You know, I, I really love what you're doing. And this particular topic is near and dear to my heart, simply because I am all about being not just accountable, but to our to what we're doing, but accountable to ourselves. It is important that we're accountable to our purpose, to our destiny. And so how we use that time, it has to be done wisely. So I love to start the day with what is it that we want to accomplish today? Yes, that's, that's, I'm glad you started right there. And I love, and I didn't pay her for this, anyone's wondering, I love that you immediately connected it to accountability because to me, time management is very much foundational to being accountable. I don't believe you can truly be accountable unless you are paying attention to how you're spending your time. So, okay, and how, what, in your, in your work, you would do a lot with authentic self. So how, how does that tie into the time management? Well, honestly, Stephanie, in order for us to really be accountable to our, our purpose and really manage our time effectively, we have to know who we are authentically. There's this concept that's been roaming the earth called show up as your best self or show up as the best version of yourself. I believe that best version can expire and we don't know. Mm. So when we show up as our authentic self, we're able to really delve into what our purpose is. So I like to look at it as the trifecta. When you're looking at your authentic self, you know exactly what your purpose is you're able to really crush your goals without having to focus on those other two things because you already know what they are. And so when you know your authentic self, you really, really crush your goals, not just attaining them, but crush them because you're not focused on the other stuff. Wow. Well, that's another great tie-in. The work that I do is for ambitious people and accountable people tend to be ambitious, but ambitious people tend to have ambitious goals. And 
those people I'm sure would be way more interested in crushing their goals than kind of barely making it there. And you just gave a distinction about what, what would make that difference. So how does that apply in your life? How, how have you done that yourself? Well, I have learned just going through the process of really unveiling my authentic self, I've learned. So this is really not just what I've learned textbook wise as far as coaching, but experiential um, experience. I, I know that unveiling my authentic self, I am able to really direct my day instead of my day directing me. And yeah. so this is something that I really hone in on. I'm sure people get tired of me talking about it because this is my life. This is what I know. So I want to share it with everybody. Yeah. Well, that's great. I think it, things like this have to be repeated multiple times. I think those of us who, for whom it is our lives, we feel like we're constantly saying it over and over, almost ad nauseum, but people aren't necessarily hearing it the first two, 10, 15 times. Exactly. Right. They have to keep hearing it. I know there's things that where I'm on the other end of that, where I, it takes that seventh, eighth, 20th repetition for me to finally get it. And something this important is definitely worth repeating. Okay, so the other thing you mentioned about organizing your day is being in flow. How do we get there? So really being in flow, it takes steps. And honestly, Stephanie, these are common everyday steps. This is not new technology, new information, but it's really focusing on the specific, specific goal that you have for that day, cutting out all distractions and really being focused on that, chunking it to where you are maybe doing 25 minutes here on this particular goal, taking a 15 minute break, then doing another 25 minutes then taking a break and then really just focusing on that specific thing, nothing else, nothing more, being calm, having a quiet, safe space, making sure you're not hungry. These are just, these are simple things, but it works. And I do it when I have, when I know that I have a project ahead of me, I do it and I make sure I may have soft jazz playing. I may have a candle lit. There are, I set the, the, the stage for myself to be successful, whatever my idea of success is. And again, these are very simple steps, but it's being in flow with whatever it is that you want to do. And it's almost like you're in a zone. I'm not even going to say almost, Stephanie. It is, you're in a zone and you're literally, you have blinders on. You're not looking to the left. You're not looking to the right. You are focused solely on that particular task. Nothing else in the world matters. Absolutely, positively nothing. And that's what I like to call being in flow. Yeah, so when you, so, being in flow sounds awesome. And it, it does happen for me. Of course, it happens most of the time when I'm doing something I actually want to be doing. Yes. But even if it's something you have to be doing, if, if you're able to focus on it, you can lose track of time, which is kind of the big signal that you're in flow. Uh, and something you mentioned in, in your explanation caught me in terms of like the simple things you do to get ready for flow. Because I think people who don't quite, haven't quite experienced flow might think it's it's not attainable for them or it's something that you might accidentally have happened, but you just demonstrated that you're setting the stage for it to happen. So there's mm -hmm. deliberate practices that you put into place. So I wonder if you can share some other proactive steps you take to set yourself up to be in flow and just be more productive overall. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, since the pandemic happened, more people are working from home. My husband happened to be one of those people. And my husband is my best friend. And so we, you know, even though I'm in my office and he's in another part of the house working from home, we still like to come and chat. And, you know, it's just like being in the office in the workplace, you know, mm -hmm. talking at the water cooler, that type of thing. But when I know that there's a project that I'm working on, or I'm going to be working on, I actually let him know. And I set that stage. Any, I turn off my um, cell phone. I turn off all notifications. I make sure that I have all of those things in place. Again, I'll, I'll eat a snack hungry being hungry is one thing that mm -hmm. we just don't think about when you're hungry you're going to stop what you're doing and go grab a bite to eat but if you really pay attention to all the things that you have to do and just just focus on that one thing um making sure you have all of your supplies right there in front of you whatever the case is you want to have everything set up so that you have no distractions. If you know you're going to get an Amazon package delivered, go ahead and put a note on the front door and tell the driver to leave it at the door. Don't knock, don't ring the doorbell, because we know that when we get those Amazon packages, we're excited, we're, we want to go open it up. You know, do, may, you may not remember what it was, that type of thing. So you want to put the note on the door to make sure they know, do not disturb. If you have a pet, you want to put your pet in another room. I know you don't want them to feel isolated, but you just don't want that distraction. Just, there's just so many different things. If you know that you have to pick your child up from daycare, if you know that your child is at home or you know whatever the case, then they, they're going to get up from a nap. You want to make sure you know about how long they're going to be sleeping so that you're able to truly be in flow. One other thing I will say, Stephanie, is that it doesn't it takes time. So immediately you may not be in flow. You may have to begin mm -hmm. to work towards being in flow. Uh, even now, sometimes I have to work towards it. It's not just an automatic, but when it happens, it is so amazing. And you, you begin to learn yourself in a whole nother way. You can pray, meditate, whatever it is you know you do to calm yourself. There's so many different things that you can do. But once you recognize it and you're in flow, you're going to want to recreate that on a, on a constant and consistent basis. Yes. And so it sounds like you've been able to do that consistently, but you didn't start there. Like no one else starts uh, there. So when did that turning point happen for you? Was there some, a gradual, um, you know, deliberate approach or did, you know, how did you kind of trip into the flow or was it something you're like, I want to have that and I'm going to figure out how to get it. You know, I actually kind of stumbled upon it when I was in corporate America. I would recognize that there would become times where I was working on, I would be working on a project and I had blinders on and I was so incredibly um, creative and just, I just got through that project and I was like, wow, this is interesting. And so I kept doing it, kept doing it. And I realized that things that I really enjoyed is when it happened. I was really just focused in on that. But then as time went by, I began to realize, wait, there's something to this. And so even when it came to things that I didn't particularly enjoy, I said, well, let me try to see if I can do this, even in those situations. And it worked. 
And so I began to just really study this out and see what is this really called? What is this about? I can't be the only person on earth that's experiencing this. And because I'm an introvert, I found out a lot of different things that because I'm an introvert, I'm a deep thinker and I'm able to focus in so many ways. But I said, you know, this can't just be for introverts. Every human being should be able to do this. So uh, I kind of stumbled on it to make, to, to answer your question. All right, well, that's, that's good because I think people actually up until this moment, honestly, it never occurred to me that flow could happen on tasks that you weren't thrilled about. But now that you say that, even recently, last week, I've been putting off the task of documenting the procedure for this type of event. I've done an event like this before. It was, it was quite, quite a task for me to, to get up through my learning curve. And I said, I got to document this. You know, I don't forget what I did and all that. But, you know, I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And it turns out, to my surprise, I was able to get in the flow. So once I got in there, then I was the opposite. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do anything but document this procedure, which doesn't sound like super sexy or interesting, but it just proves what you're talking about is I, you know, I didn't love, I don't love documenting procedures. It's not my favorite thing to do. But once I finally got into it, it was like, okay, I'm going to keep going. So you get that momentum and you don't want to stop it, which I think is part of the beauty of, of flow. And the other part of it is like, why, you know, besides the fact that it feels good, uh, let's talk about, I'll have you respond to this. What does flow do for you in terms of creating time? Oh my goodness. Um, it really, it really shortens my day when it comes to projects because something that could potentially take me maybe eight, nine, 10 hours to do because I just don't want to do it. Or I'm just kind of like picking here and there. It could honestly take me maybe two or three hours to do it. Mm. And so that shortens my day. Um, I've, I've done projects that would normally take maybe two to three weeks. I've gotten them done in two to three days. So it shortens your time drastically. Yes. And so just to kind of, we're not done with the interview, but I want to kind of cap this flow piece off. If someone was going to set themselves up, organize their day around flow, how would you summarize that process? I would say really, really find out what day you, what time of the day you are most productive. Uh, and, and, and keep in mind that can change. That's a whole nother topic, but that can change. So whatever time of day you're best productive, that's the day that you want to attempt to be in flow. You want to, again, set the stage for yourself. You want to make sure you have all distractions covered that, you know, no one's going to be interrupting you. Your phone is on silent. Sometimes even if it's possible, turn it off. And then also uh, it, that, that includes notifications from social media. Mm -hmm. And then um, make sure you've done all of your emails if that's what you want to do. Because when we have those things in our minds that, hey, I, you know, I have to do this, I have to do that. You're focused on this one project, this one thing, you know, have jazz playing, whatever music that soothes you, have that playing in the background. Sometimes I work in my office with just a small table lamp, desk lamp. So you set the stage where you're most comfortable and you're able to really flow out of yourself into that project so that that creativity and that that process is able to come through all right that's wonderful thank you 
And since you mentioned social media and that you're an introvert, I wanted to ask you in the, under the context of your title, your talk, how to organize your day to be most productive. How do introverts best handle the onslaught of social media when, like yourself, they're in a role that is kind of forcing them to be out there? You know, you, you've got a podcast, you, you're interviewing a lot, you're out there. How do you manage your energy? What, what tips do you have for, for introverts that have all that coming at them? I would really say manage it according to what you really need and how much you can put out. For instance, today happens to be my day that I'm doing quite a few interviews. I don't do them every single day of the week. I try to manage it so that I'm aware of what I have coming up. I can prepare the day before that morning because as most of us introverts know, ahead of certain situations, we're like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to back out. And that's pretty common for introverts because we have to talk ourselves back into that assignment. And so I like to schedule everything, if at all possible, at one time. That way I'm able to really make sure I'm pre-fueled. And then after the fact, I make sure I have a day, a day or two where I'm able to refuel. That's the biggest thing. Pre-fuel and refuel mm. are the keys to me. Yeah. Okay. So I love that. I'm going to write that down when we're done talking. I love that, that phrase. And I think you touched upon, it, it might be a preference, of course. Some people like to chunk all their stuff together and some people mm -hmm. like to spread it out. I always think about that for myself. So today I have three interviews for this event. And once I decided, once I hit three, I, I cut my day off. Yeah. Like I blocked my calendar because a fourth one, it, I'm just, I'm concerned about not being present at Correct. that point. Um, but I do see, on the other hand, I'd I don't want to have one a day. Like it's not very Correct. efficient. I'd rather have like, to me, I consider this an interview day, even though I only have three and then other days are lighter. Although I gave out my calendar link. So people are booking whatever they want to. But even with that, I did set up parameters. I looked ahead to say, okay, if there's, like I said, today, as soon as the third person booked, I blocked it. So no one else can right. have that time. And I hear you doing the same types of things. Yes. Uh, in, in all of our talk today, it's been very deliberate. And one theme that I think people will get from this summit are all the speakers are deliberate. They're intentional about managing their time. They don't let their day just kind of pull them along. They know ahead of time. So to that end, I wanted to ask you, we, we kind of jumped right into when you're in the day, how you set it up. What, if anything, do you do before, like for tomorrow, are you, or the next day, or even next week, at this point, have you done planning for tomorrow or next week? And if so, what does that look like? Absolutely. Uh, I do have a hard, hard copy planner and I look at that day. And, and so I'm actually visualizing that day, even before the day comes. Mm. And I am putting myself in what do I need to accomplish that day? What do I need to do? What mindset do I need to have? Uh, and, and really focusing in on that because that's important. It's imperative so that that mindfulness is really proactive so that I am present in that moment. Now, you know, I'm not doing this while I'm in flow with one project, but I'm doing this during the in-between time mm -hmm. so that I know this is exactly what I need to do. This is where my mindset needs to be. This is what I need to be thinking. And that really helps me. Um, 
I don't, I'm not really sure I've heard anyone else say that, but I know for myself, it works very, very well. Yeah, that sounds like a great system. And I think the point is to have a system, figure out yes. what your system is and then continuously tweak it. Because that's the other thing I heard you say without saying is that you, you're you evaluating how it's going as you go and making adjustments. Is that true? Absolutely, absolutely. And that requires, again, and I'll, I'll ch- kind of throw back to being your authentic self. When you're your authentic self, you know what works for you, what doesn't, and where you're willing to stretch. Yes. So, and actually, that's a great uh, tee up for a wrap up, because I would like to ask you in terms of somebody who's never really given this much thought in terms of the intentional management of their time, where should they start? I, I, I believe you're going to tell me your authentic self, but what does that practically mean? What would the next step be for someone just starting out? Well, even outside of your authentic self, really finding out what your purpose is. Um, really defining your idea of success. You know, everyone, and I tell people success is subjective, but really defining where you want to start with your life. What is the large vision that you have? And then, then begin to pull that a piece to find out what the goals are for you to attain that vision. And so I would say really looking at you, who you are, why you are, and then going from there. Okay, wonderful. And I believe your free gift that you're offering is very relevant to that. Would you like to tell us about it? Absolutely. It is a, a, a ebook that I recently released. And I wrote this book um, in a short amount of time using the actual techniques within the book. And I go through several steps and I don't want to give too many away, <laughs> but but I feel like it's a, a great addition. It's something that is practical, but it is purposeful flow. And I go through all of the steps that you need to take. Again, very simplistic, very easy to do. Um, and, and you can tailor it to your own life. And so it's purposeful flow and it's an ebook, a guide on how to get into flow in your life to be able to really crush your goals. That's, that's fantastic. Thank you for that. So you're if welcome. viewers want to get in touch with you after they watch this and keep, you know, keep tabs on what you're doing, what is your favorite way for them to do that? I would say Instagram. Okay. I would say Instagram. Yes. All righty. That's where we'll look for you. And all of your other contact information is on your speaker page. So with that, we're going to wrap up. And I want to thank everyone for being here and enjoying our conversation, hopefully as much as I did. I invite you also to check out my free Facebook group for ambitious accountability ambassadors. And of course, check out all the other speakers in this summit. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks, Karina. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. I hope that it's been transformative for you. My goal here at Work Cry Radio Go Be Great podcast is to provide strategic solutions that impact not just your business life, but your personal life as well. I am a business coach and you can reach out to me at www.warcry.com. That's W-A-R-K-R-Y.com to learn more about me and what I offer. And lastly, if you're interested and want to enroll in one of my growing lists of personal development or business development courses, you can learn more about them at coach-karina.teachable.com. Again, that's coach-karina.teachable.com. 
Thank you.